You cannot be afraid to publicly proclaim it because that is how you begin to brand yourself so you can attract the people who are aligned with your personal experience. See, your personal experience is what sells your service, not a certification, not a degree. Like, yeah, sure, you need to go study, you need to go learn, but people are not attracted to you because of the letters behind your name. People are attracted to what experience you've had and what receipts you have. Just because someone can live with a disease doesn't mean they should. The overwhelming majority of prescriptions written today are written to treat lifestyle disease. Lifestyle disease is defined as conditions which can be attributed to the way in which a person lives. This includes things like physical activity, drinking, smoking, stress, the quality of our social connections, sleep, purposeful and professional alignment, and of course, our diet. But what if there was an alternative? What if before putting pen to pad, we had a comprehensive solution in lieu of pills and procedures? You are listening to the Plant Protocol Podcast for current and aspiring health professionals who are done with simply managing chronic lifestyle challenges and are interested in taking a whole food plant-based approach to combating them. I'm your host, Lisa A. Smith. It's time to come get this health. Hi, coaches. So I'm going to give you a sneak peek into one of our conversations inside of the plant protocol. I don't do this often, right? Because you got to be in a room to get this type of privilege. However, I want to share with you guys a conversation we recently had inside of the plant protocol all about not owning our own results and kind of minimizing what we've accomplished and not seeing it as good enough. Because I suspect several of you listening struggle with the same thing. So my question today is, why are you so afraid to publicly own what you've already done? And this is speaking specifically to imposter syndrome. Why are you so afraid to publicly own what you've already done? Now, again, this is a sneak peek into some of our conversation that we've been having inside of the plant protocol, right? With my coaches, we have really in-depth conversations around business, but also around identity. So one of the conversations we were having recently is about not feeling good enough, not feeling prepared, not feeling like I can really show up and coach someone else, right? You know, I asked this particular person, I'm like, well, why do you feel that way? Because you've already done it. Like you've already done it. And they're like, yeah, but I did it for me, but that doesn't feel good enough. Like that doesn't feel like enough proof that, you know, I'm qualified. And I was like, oh, now we're getting to the root of things. And I believe a lot of individuals listening feel this way as well. So again, my question is, why aren't your results good enough? Like when it comes to coaching, when it comes to teaching, when it comes to identifying as a subject matter expert, Why aren't your results good enough? If you feel like if you've gotten results from living the lifestyle, if you've gotten results from doing what you're asking other people to do, why isn't that enough for you to feel qualified, right? See, I get imposter syndrome when it comes to something you've never done before. Maybe you've never coached anybody before. I get it. Like this is your first time coaching. You haven't had your first client. I get that imposter syndrome, but why 
do you feel imposter syndrome around just publicly proclaiming something you've already accomplished? And I'll tell you why. Like, this is a rhetorical question because I already know the answer, okay? As your current coach or your future coach, I know the answer. And that answer is that you're minimizing. You're actually minimizing. So what that means is because you've already done it, because you've already lost the weight, got off the medication, got the numbers down, like overcome the depression, overcome the food addiction, overcome the sugar addiction, because you've already done it in your mind, it's not a big deal. You are minimizing. But what I need you to reflect on when it comes to minimizing your own accomplishments, what I need you to reflect on, and this is really, really key, like this is going to be your homework from this assignment, from I mean, from this episode. I need you to reflect on what it took for you to get here because you're minimizing it because it's already done, which means you forget how big of a deal it was when you first got started. Like, I want you to think about where you were, what circumstances you were in, what mind state you were in before you accomplished the goal, before you lost the weight, before you got off the medications, before you started feeling better, before you took your power back from food. I want you to think about where you were before and how big, probably gargantuan that goal was then. Like, oh my gosh, like I can't imagine not eating this refined sugar. I can't imagine not eating chicken. I can't imagine not having ice cream. Like I can't imagine having to work out regularly and literally enjoying it, right? But sometimes when we get on the other side of that goal, we begin to minimize it. Once we've accomplished the thing, we automatically begin to discount it, like instantly. Like once it's accomplished, we begin to discount it. We begin to minimize it. And then when it's time to serve others, we all of a sudden feel like we're imposters, like we don't have any receipts, like we don't have any data, like we don't have any proof, which is completely untrue. It's completely untrue, right? And so why are you so afraid to publicly own what you've already done? Like imposter syndrome for things that you haven't done yet, I totally get. But imposter syndrome for something that you've already done, I'm having a hard time understanding that. It's just how we get so upset with people for eating mess once we don't eat that mess anymore. But it took us how long to stop eating it? It took us how long to stop being a slave to that food and to that junk food and to that processed crap and to that salt, oil and sugar, right? But soon as we are over it and soon as we're not eating that anymore, we're instantly impatient with other people for not getting it right away, completely forgetting how long it took us to get it, <laughs> completely forgetting how long it took us to let that stuff go, right? And so this is the same thing. Like, don't forget how big of a goal your goal was before you accomplished it. You should not be minimizing what you've done. You should be publicly proclaiming it and owning it as expertise. Because the one thing that makes coaches so phenomenal is because they have an experience to go with what they're teaching. Like a great coach doesn't just tell people what they know. They explain and break down to people what they've done. And so when you are a coach who specializes in that way, based on what you actually have accomplished and what you've experienced, you don't have any permission to feel like an imposter. It is those of us who are only coaching from textbook as opposed to real life experience. That is an instance where I completely understand imposter syndrome being a thing because you're trying to take what you learned in somebody's textbook or in somebody's program and apply it to a real human. But if you've already gotten a result, you've already applied it to a real human. 
it's you. <laughs> and so don't be afraid to publicly own what you've done. Let me tell you why this is important as a health coach. Because as a health coach, one of the primary ways that you overcome imposter syndrome is by specializing. By specializing. So many of us are afraid to show up publicly and to own our identity as a plant-based health coach because we haven't specialized. And part of the reason we haven't specialized is because we feel like it's scarier to own a specific lane. But here's the irony in that, okay? The prerequisite for specializing is receipts. And the prerequisite for receipts is owning your results. So what's so crazy is that the anecdote for imposter syndrome is actually specializing. If you're afraid of publicly showing up as a subject matter expert in a specific area, in a specific niche, one of the quickest ways to get over imposter syndrome is actually by specializing. But then the way you continue to feel comfortable in that specialization is that you specialize based on something you've done not just on a general need that's out there, okay? So you specialize based on something you've done. And when you specialize and you niche down and you own a specific lane, that then gives you leverage and gives you the opportunity to feel safer, to feel more confident. If you're a generalist, you should definitely have imposter syndrome because you sitting here saying you can help any and everybody. But when you niche down and you become a specialist, that is when that imposter syndrome starts dissipating because you are now proclaiming what you've publicly already done. There is nothing like answering questions and telling stories and providing data based on what you've personally experienced. So if you're struggling with imposter syndrome, you need to start publicly proclaiming what you've already done and then identifying yourself as a specialist within that niche because you have the personal experience that you're going to now pair with your textbook learning, okay? So a lot of times I've heard from several of our coaches inside of the plant protocol, like I've done at least, but I still like feel like it's not good enough for people. I'm like, well, how many receipts? Here's the other ironic thing. You can't get more receipts unless you start publicly showing up and marketing yourself. So if your worry is that you haven't helped anybody yet, the anecdote is to go help somebody. <laughs> it's like everything that we're worried about, the anecdote is in doing the thing that we're worried about. Like, yeah, okay, so you've helped yourself. All right, boom. So you've, you've mastered this plant-based thing. You've mastered this vegan thing. You've mastered, you know, this exercise thing, this food addiction thing. Like you, you have mastery over that personally in your life, but now you're concerned about your ability to help other people. You can't help other people until you start marketing yourself so you can attract the people you want to help. You can't help those people unless you publicly proclaim what you've already done. You cannot be afraid to publicly proclaim it because that is how you begin to brand yourself so you can attract the people who are aligned with your personal experience. See, your personal experience is what sells your service, not a certification, not a degree. That's why I dropped out of pre-med. Like, I'm like, oh, I have this. Like, yeah, sure, you need to go study, you need to go learn, but people are not attracted to you because of the letters behind your name. People are attracted to what experience you've had and what receipts you have. 
So some of us are so worried about feeling unqualified because we don't have some level of education. But what people want to buy is an offer from someone who has personal receipts and understands all the nuances of going through that experience. Just being able to teach somebody how to eat plants, just being able to teach somebody the difference between, you know, vegan and plant-based and all of this is not enough. The only thing you should be packaging as a coach is what your personal experience is and the results you've gotten as doing so. Like your certifications, your education. Yes, I mean, I'm not going to lie. That stuff does give you a little bit of credibility, but trust me, it's only going to take a few clients before they realize, whoa, that wasn't enough. Like what you learned in somebody's classroom wasn't enough. I actually need somebody who's been through the thing, who's done the thing, who can answer more specific questions, who can break down the nuances of what I'm experiencing to really help me. And sometimes, depending on how much you're willing to proclaim your results, you don't even got to say nothing about your education. You don't even have to say anything about certifications. Do you know out of hundreds upon hundreds of people I've coached to a plant-based lifestyle, do you want to know the percentage of those who actually ever asked me about schooling, whoever asked me about certifications, whoever asked me about where I went, like uh, below 10%. Because my results speak. They see me living it. They saw when I used to be 60 pounds heavier. They watch me teach it. They watch me. They see me practice it. They see pictures of my food. They, they've seen me in person. Like literally, I was just speaking this past weekend in Atlanta and I was talking to some nurses, right? Like I was at the nurses conference. And I remember after my talk, I was talking to a couple of nurses, you know, came up to me and we were chatting and one was like, and you look like what you say too. <laughs> Cause I had my dress on, it was cinched in the waist. You know, you could see my shape. You could tell I was in shape. You could tell I was healthy, skin glowing, right? She say nothing about like, where'd you learn all this? Or who'd you study under? Or where'd you go to school? She's like, I believe you because you look like what you're saying. <laughs> I was like, well, amen, right? So you have to understand there is nothing like being a living example of what you're asking someone else to do or of what you're coaching somebody else through. And then, but here's the thing, you can be a living example. You can be doing it day in and day out, but then you have to publicly proclaim it. That is a part of marketing yourself in your business. As coaches, people are not going to flock to you and run to you just because you have a certification or a degree. That is not enough. Okay. You are not the only one in your graduating class. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of people who graduated with you who got the same paper. What they are going to flock to you for is the personal experience that you're able to articulate to make them understand that you understand exactly what they're going through. You know exactly what they need to fill in the gaps. But most importantly, and this is the sweet part about coaching, that you completely understand who they need to become to be successful. You have imposter syndrome because you think you don't know enough. When the truth of the matter is what your prospects really need from you is permission to become they need permission to become the version of themselves that's capable of executing the way you did. And they only are going to understand who they need to become by you publicly proclaiming what you've done and who you became in the process. You can only do that effectively when you niche down, when you specialize. Being a generalist is not going to cut it as a health coach. You absolutely must be a specialist. 
However, the prerequisite for specializing is receipts. You bet not take your tail out here and specialize in something that you have no personal experience with. You shouldn't be telling anybody how to start a business if you've never successfully done it. You should not be telling anybody how to lose weight if you've never successfully done it. You should not be telling anybody how to overcome a food or sugar addiction if you've never successfully done it. The prerequisite to specializing is receipts, period, okay? And the anecdote for imposter syndrome is specializing in something that you have receipts for. So those of you who are battling imposter syndrome, the cure is in specializing, but you cannot specialize without receipts. So yes, you do need to do con ed. You absolutely need to do continuing education. You absolutely need to study the science. Yes, of course, don't show up here not knowing what the kidneys do (laughs) if you specialize in chronic kidney disease. However, that's not what's going to convert your client because everything you've learned in the textbook is available for free online somewhere. Hey, pardon the interruption, but I really need your help. Listen, here are the facts. Nearly half of all Americans have cardiovascular disease. Approximately 75% of Americans are considered overweight or obese. Six out of 10 Americans are battling a chronic disease and four out of 10 have two or more. And these chronic diseases include things such as heart disease, cancer, diabetes, stroke, and Alzheimer's. Listen, what we know to be true is that a whole food plant-based protocol is one of the most effective dietary approaches to combating these chronic health challenges. And I am committed and dedicated to doing everything I can to helping individuals adopt a whole food plant-based protocol to either prevent or arrest and combat these chronic health challenges. But I need your help to do so. Listen, we just opened up enrollment again for the plant protocol, plant-based coaching certification. As you know, this is my plant-based coaching certification where I help coaches and health professionals just like yourself to master plant-based and lifestyle science, to master the art of coaching, and to master business acumen to make sure you have all the tools necessary to create, sustain, and grow a health coaching business. If you've been listening here for a while, you're more than likely wondering if you can do it. And I'm here to tell you, you can. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes to apply for the plant protocol. We're enrolling for just a few days and I would love to have you join me on this mission to help individuals live a higher quality of life for as long as they can. Thank you. And I'll talk to you soon. Here's the thing about coaching that people don't understand. Well, most people understand, and this is what they're scared of, honestly, is that as coaches, part of what we sell is free information. Mm -hmm. Part of what we sell is free information. See, a great coaching program does two things. It involves teaching and coaching because teaching and coaching are not the same thing. The teaching part of your curriculum, the teaching part of your program is typically available for free online. That's also one of the conversations we've had inside of the plant protocol. Actually, we have a um, a class, a coaching support class inside of our curriculum, literally entitled, I'm worried about selling free information. (laughs) So we've talked about this, but you have to understand that you're absolutely right. A lot of what you know 
a lot of what you've paid to know and paid to learn is actually available for free online, right? Like somebody needing to understand macros and micros and food pairing and how to get, you know, everything you need on a plant-based diet and the best sources of plant-based protein and all of that. That's free information. We're selling it, but it's free information. It's free information. The part that is going to make that valuable to your prospects that they are going to be willing to pay for, even though it's available for free online, it's when coaching is paired with it. The things that you're teaching them about nutrition and lifestyle science is actually free information that's available on the World Wide Web. The secret's out, okay? However, the thing that makes you so invaluable as a coach is the fact that you're going to be pairing effective coaching with the free stuff that you're teaching. Effective coaching is essentially helping somebody take the step-by-step process to becoming who they need to become to effectively implement what you taught them. Your value as a coach is in who you help the person become when they are facing resistance to doing what you taught them, okay? And so what most of us do is we disqualify ourselves from coaching and we disqualify ourselves from having a successful and effective business because we think our value is only in what we've learned in a textbook. It's not. It's in what you personally experience. So if you're showing up here online, on a podcast, in a blog, whatever, and you're trying to sound all sophisticated and teach people what you know about science, that's not going to get them to raise their hand. You're trying to be a teacher when really save the teaching for when they get in the program and get on here and tell your personal experience about what you know, what you've been through, what you've accomplished. You need to publicly own your receipts. That is what's going to make you attractive because you're going to help them most importantly with mindset. Everything boils down to mindset. The people who are watching you, who are listening to you, they're doing it because they need somebody to give them permission to go be great. A great coach curates an environment that gives people permission to live up to their fullest potential. Write that part down. A great coach curates an environment that gives people permission to live up to their fullest potential. I did not say a great coach has studied every nutrition book front to back and now knows everything there is to know about the organs, anatomy, the brain, nutrition, stress, sleep. (laughs) That stuff is great. But trust me when I tell you, out of all the brand new stuff your clients are going to learn from you, before they can even touch that stuff, they need to be doing what they already know. People don't come to you because they don't know what to do. People come to you because of who they need to become. And so you're trying to learn all this brand new stuff to teach to people when really you should be packaging the accomplishments that you've already gotten into a step-by-step process that includes the evolution of their mind and their level of consciousness. That's your value. That is what they cannot find on the interwebs. That is not readily available on the interwebs because everybody has had their own unique personal experiences. So this is not going to be general information. So your personal experience is unique to you. Your outcomes are unique to you. And therefore, that's what needs to be packaged because that's what they can't get anywhere else because your approach to doing this thing is going to be very different. Just like in the plant protocol, plant-based coaching certification, what did I package? I packaged 
the steps that I personally took to create and grow a successful plant-based coaching business. My plant-based coaching business, Farm to Table, is six years old. I now decided, let me show other plant-based health coaches how to do this because I've had such great success doing it. But let me show them how I did it my way. So what they're buying is your unique way of doing something. You want to know why we don't teach our coaches how to utilize paid ads inside of the plant protocol? Because I didn't. I'm not saying ads don't work. I even use them now a little bit, but I didn't use ads to grow farm to table. Therefore, I am not teaching our coaches inside the plant protocol how to use pay ads because I would only be teaching from a textbook perspective, not experiential perspective. And I don't trust that. <laughs> I don't trust that. My life experience has shown me that I'm more effective coach when I only teach what I've done. So I don't teach paid ads. So if somebody wants to come into the plant protocol, you have to understand that the way we're going to teach you to market is with organic marketing. That's the way I did it. That's how I was successful. Now, I'm dabbling in ads a tiny bit right now. Might I teach ads later? Maybe a few years from now, if it proves to be worthy and successful and that I like that approach, because I know that approach works. We see ads all the time. I know people use ads. However, my, the bulk of my success didn't come from that. So I didn't include that into my process and into our curriculum. You should be doing the same thing as a coach. You only include into your process and your curriculum what you have experience with. It will then be magnified by what you have textbook learning with. But most of us are looking at that the opposite way. We think we're only qualified based on what we have textbook learning and we significantly minimize our experience. Wrong approach, wrong approach. So I'm gonna post this question again. Why are you so afraid to publicly own what you've already done? Why are you so afraid to publicly own what you've already done? Because that is the one differentiator that helps you to stand out from anybody else in the marketplace. And so that's what I need you to do. I need you to start publicly owning what you've already done, specializing based on what you've already done. Because the anecdote to imposter syndrome is specializing, but the prerequisite to specializing is receipts. I hope this was helpful today, guys. Listen, I am teaching a specialization workshop on September 13th. It's coming up in about five or six weeks. I need you to click the link in my bio to get registered because some of you guys really need help with understanding this. And some of you guys really need to be talked through the process of specializing and niching down. So I am teaching a workshop on exactly how to do that coming up on Thursday, September 13th. I think it's September 13th. The link is in my bio or in the show notes, wherever you're listening to this and get registered for my complimentary workshop. It's for plant-based business owners, plant-based coaches, aspiring plant-based coaches. If you're having an issue with specializing, I'm going to teach you the three-step framework that you should be using to properly specialize. Okay. You can't just pluck a specialty out the air. All right. There's a science to specializing and niching down. I'm going to teach you my process at no cost to you. Get in the room, get registered. And if you missed my last plant-based business masterclass, you missed a major treat. We got five stars from everybody that attended live. And so when you register for September 13th masterclass, you will actually get the replay for my last plant-based business masterclass. So if you're really trying to do this health coaching thing, especially plant-based health coaching, uh, then you start, need to start attending my complimentary plant-based business masterclasses because I don't hold back. 
I go in because our mission is to help and serve more and more people, but we have to have business acumen to properly do that. You probably already have the passion, but now you need to pair that with business acumen, okay? And so click the link to register for September 13th. It's called the Niche Workshop. I'm gonna teach you my three-step framework for specializing, for niching down so that you can publicly have an identity and go from a generalist to a specialist. You're welcome. The link is in the bio. Bye, y'all. You tuned in today because like me, you're a disruptor. You're passionate about health and you have firsthand experience of taking a whole food plant-based approach to combating chronic health challenges. You want to see lifestyle and dietary modifications become the norm in the way in which we practice healthcare. However, you need mastery around nutrition and lifestyle science, a better understanding of behavior change to improve client compliance, and confidence in your ability to effectively coach clients to adopting those lifestyle modifications. You need the plant protocol. Visit theplantprotocol.com to apply and let's work together to improve the way in which we care for our most prized possession, our health. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed what you heard, please consider rating and reviewing this podcast. Until next time, remember, radical obedience is still undefeated. Stay obedient.